0: Welcome to another episode of me and My Health Up series two. Ask your nutritionist i'm Anthony Harcher, the host, and I'm a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. Health Up seeks to enhance and inspire and enlighten the well-being of others today's topic has come from a client, and a client has asked, "How can I improve my gut health so today we're going to be discovering. Gut health and why it's important, what you can do about it, what you want to be doing more of, less of, and how you can ultimately uh, improve your gut health over time and give you really good health outcomes. So, what is gut health? So, it is essentially the uh, bacteria that resides within us, starting from the mouth all the way through to the stomach, to the small intestines, large intestines, and the anus. So there's bacteria that lives inside us, and lots of it. Actually, there's more bacteria than human cells. And it's very important that we take care of it, because they have a symbiotic relationship with us. They look after us, provided we look after them. So it's very important we look after them. So let's start with why. You know, Why is... Why should we be, do, be doing something about our gut health? We should be doing something about our gut health because studies are telling us that the populations that have the healthiest outcomes have the most diverse microbiota. So that they have the most diverse range of bacteria that reside within them. And so what we're going to be talking about is how you can increase your diversity and improve your healthy outcomes ultimately uh, through following this simple protocol. So what should we be doing more of? So let's start with the mouth. We certainly want to be uh, chewing Better and spending more time chewing our food because that really helps with the digestion of our food and ultimately helps minimize that feeling of bloating and that, you know, that discomfort you can get after eating. So, certainly, chewing your food really helps. Choosing the right types of food that go into your mouth, so foods that contain less sugar, is really helpful for the microbiome in the mouth. And we want to be not mouthwashing mouthwashing wipes out um, all bacteria within the mouth and can cause this imbalance of bacteria and could potentially cause tooth decay Uh, so best to avoid mouthwash and just use good health uh, teeth hygiene such as flossing brushing your teeth twice a day and eating less sugar Now, let's get down to, as we go down the gastrointestinal tract to the stomach, what can we do to improve our stomach um, in terms of what resides there? It's very acidic down there, and we want to keep it acidic because it protects us. So in terms of how do do we maintain this nice acidic uh, balance in the stomach, we need to ensure that we are... We are less, we manage our stress essentially. Uh, so, if we are very stressed, uh, our digestive function doesn't operate well. So, we need to make sure that we manage our stress throughout the day and we're not remaining highly stressed all the time because that will really affect our stomach pH and hence that can affect what happens down below the stomach in terms of where the bacteria resides and what bacteria resides where. So we really want to keep a healthy stomach acid and we do this by certainly eating a nice diverse range of foods, uh, plant-based foods, rich in colors, and that will make sure we get our minerals and vitamins that we need to produce stomach acid. And by maintaining low stress, we will produce enough stomach acid to make sure that we don't get The bugs that shouldn't be residing in our stomach, like H. pylori, um, we don't want them flourishing or populating uh, and causing um, potentially uh, reflux and heartburn symptoms. So, what else we want to be thinking about? So that you know, once we're looking at our small intestine and large intestine, as I said, it's important that we chew our food to enhance. Uh, the process of digestion and enhance assimilation of those nutrients into our body. So in order to do this, we need to uh, ensure that we're helping the motility of this small intestinal tract. So the motility is the moving of the food, what we call the bolus, uh, through the intestinal tract. And to maintain healthy motility, we do need to manage our stress yet again. And secondly, we need to have, be consuming foods that really help with um, stimulating that motion. So uh, we know ginger is one of these foods that really help with the stimulation of that motion. Uh, exercise really helps as well, and deep breathing really helps. So you know the combination of those really help that motility. So the you know the bolus is moving through the small intestine, and. Uh, you know it's not spending too much time and fermenting in areas that it's not meant to ferment uh, and causing that bloating feeling so we certainly want to be looking after our small intestines by chewing our food by managing our stress uh, by you know eating foods like uh, ginger which are really helpful in terms of stimulating that peristalsis motion that motility as well as managing your stress now in terms of the food, um, that the, where most of the bacteria reside is in the large intestine. And the food that they really flourish on is fiber. And so this is why we want to be not too concerned about low carbohydrate diet because carbohydrates is the foods that contain the fiber. Um, And we need them for good gut health, good gut function, and ultimately good health outcomes. So we want to be eating fibrous foods, and that's whole foods. And as I said before, we want to have a rich diversity of this bacteria. To get that rich diversity, we need to be eating diversity of foods. And so that's not monotyping and just eating one type of vegetable and one type of fruit or you know a, you know a couple of vegetables and a couple of fruits. It's by you really want to be chasing lots of variety. Challenge yourself when you go to the supermarket, get a fruit that you normally don't buy, get some vegetables that you normally don't buy and enjoy it. Find ways to utilize that different fruit, different vegetables in your cuisines. Look them up, google them and To help you, you know, find this diversity, chase color. So really look for color. So, you know, your lunch salads, your uh, vegetables at night, you want to have a diverse range of color, the color of the rainbow. Uh, So this diversity of color will give you these phytochemicals, polyphenols that really support positive gut function in terms of we're really nourishing looking after our gut bacteria so that they can look after us they produce vitamins for us Uh, they they provide um, food for the enterocytes which is the lining of the gastrointestinal tract and we want to keep that with good integrity to keep out the enemies um, the the bacteria that we don't want in our you know system so we really need to look after our bacteria because they look after us. So go for those lots of color, colors of the rainbow, uh, different types of fibers. So different grains, different nuts, different seeds, different legumes. So really mixing it up in terms of the legumes, the beans you have, you know, cannelloni beans, red kidney beans, uh, the, you know, there's green beans, there's soybeans you know there's so many lentils there's lots of beans out there we want to have lots of diversity in seeds so chia seeds pumpkin seeds um, linseed flax seed we want to be having lots of diversity in these seeds lots of diversity in nuts macadamian's ah you know, there's almonds, there's pistachios, there's cashews, walnuts, there's so many nuts. So really, you know, with the grain, seeds and nuts, again, chasing diversity, mixing it up, not, you know, having the same thing every time, really, really mixing it up because that will really help make sure that you have a healthy ecosystem of bacteria, good balance, good diverse range, and it will ultimately result in really healthy digestion, healthy outcomes and ultimately longevity. So it's really quite simple. The things in terms of what you want to do less of is you, you you don't want to be having tap water. Tap water contains chlorine. Chlorine kills bacteria. You know, you have filtered water. Drink filtered water. You want to manage your stress, as I mentioned before. You want to ensure you have good sleep. You want to make sure That you exercise. Exercise is critical. It really enhances the bugs. The bugs love you exercising. Uh, so, you know, getting the blood circulating, helping peristalsis, that motility of the small intestinal tract, helping move the bolus through the small intestines, uh, helping good our motions so we need to exercise we need to hydrate we need to hydrate on filtered water we need to manage our stress we need to breathe deeply we need to sleep well so you really need a holistic approach in order to get really good healthy gut function uh, antibiotics yes they will kill off you know excessive amounts of um, bugs that we certainly don't want in our uh, small intestines Um or large intestines. Uh, however, they'll also kill off all the good things that we do want. So making sure that you return to good gut health after your dose of antibiotics is important. So that's lots of prebiotic food, and that's everything I mentioned around grains, seeds, nuts, and lots of fruit and vegetables. Uh, you also want to minimize alcohol. One drink per night is plenty. Uh, going beyond that, you really affect your uh, bacteria and it's not going to help us they don't like it um so if you've got any further questions please leave them in the um chat function reach out to me connect with me i would love to answer them on ask your nutritionist series two i hope you're enjoying it if you have any further questions that i can answer on a podcast please let me know because i'd love to answer them um, take care and all the best. Look after those bacteria because they will love you if you love them. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness You Limited operating under the brand me and my health up does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy reliability completeness or suitability for any particular purpose this podcast and any information advice opinions or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional medical psychological psychiatric or any other mental health care or health care in general Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you make to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchant ability or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me and health up.